interrupt this program for an important news announcement. Do you love movies? Of course you do. You're listening to Black Girl Film Club. But let me tell you about one of our favorite shops called Super Yaki. The team at Super Yaki loves movies so much that they've dedicated every waking moment of their lives to bringing you top quality merchandise to showcase your love of movies. You can get a super soft, eco-friendly t-shirt or even a collectible enamel pin featuring your favorite directors such as Guillermo del Toro or Martin Scorsese. The team at Super Yaki screen prints all their apparel using eco-friendly 100% water-based inks and ships using compostable poly mailers so you get to show off your swag while being friendly to the earth. And as a special gift, Black Girl Film Club listeners can save 10% on their order with code BG Film Club, that's capital B G F I L M C L U B, all caps, no spaces, at checkout. Check out Super Yaki at superyaki.com, that's S U P E R Y A K I. Now let's watch more movies. Quiet on set. Places, everybody. You're listening to Black Girl Film Club, a podcast where two black women discuss movies. I'm Brittany. And I am Angela Bassett's braids. Okay, hey girl. <laughs> you look cute in the movie. <laughs> girl, she was getting them wet though. That don't make no sense. It's not yeah. realistic. She, it wasn't. It's just and, not realistic. <laughs> and on this week's episode, <laughs> we're discussing how Stella got her groove back. From 1998, directed by Kevin Rodney Sullivan. So, Angela Bassett's braids and I are <laughs> very excited, sort of, to talk about <laughs> this film. Sort of. Sort of, not sort of. I mean, revisiting this film has been interesting for me. Mm-hmm. What about you? Uh, this is like the second time I've seen this movie and the first time I think was like really, really recently. Um, I don't know what my letterbox says. I want to say like in the last like two years I've seen this movie because I just was like, let me just watch and see what the heck is this movie about. Because when I was a kid, for some reason this movie just sounded way more raunchier um, when I was a child. So I was like, let me see if this holds up, which like it's really not that raunchy. It's just the age difference is stark. Um, and I forgot what we said their actual age difference. It's like 10 years or something like that. Like Angela No, Bassett. she is 40. No, I'm not talking about in real, I'm talking about real oh. life. IRL. I think there's like 10 12. years. I think it's 10 years between them because she's like, I want to say she's early 60s and he's like early 70s or something like that. I'm thinking. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's not that raunchy, but I mean, yeah, I didn't have the same like, oh, kind of feeling because I was just like, oh, I mean, hey. So apparently, according to Letterboxd, I watched this three years ago for the first time, it's about hmm. three, almost four years ago, which doesn't seem like it was that long ago. I remembered a lot about this movie, except for one crucial moment, which we'll talk about, but I remembered a lot about this movie. Oh, I watched this when I was younger. Because I wasn't supposed to watch it. And I remembered it because it was a big deal for me at like 11 or 12. Because you could see Tay Diggs, but... You could see 
the blue cheeks. ham hocks. <laughs> and I forgot that part too because I was like, my grandma has seen this movie. Let me just tell you. So um, I was watching this uh, while my mom was out because I'm home. Um, and my mom came back and I was like, all right, I don't know about watching this with you. And then, <laughs> and then my grandma came in. She's like, oh, I like this movie. And I was like, why have you watched this movie? Where have you watched this movie? And who let you do it unsupervised? Because this is not a movie that my mom, my grandma would have watched. I don't think on her well, own. Well, now you know. She yeah, was, seen it. She, she remembered it. Like, I was like, because sometimes you ask my grandma if she remembers something she's like girl no um but this time she forgot it was for me and I was like no and then the butt scene and I was like oh god okay she but, liked Hitchcock and how so I gotta prove it yeah she is a woman a woman of defined tastes I love it mm-hmm. yeah very chaotic over here so what is this film about uh, so this movie is about um, a woman in her early 40s, I want to say. I think she's 40, exactly. She is uh, named Stella Payne. She is a stockbroker in the San Francisco area um, who has a child. I feel like it's her kid's like 11 or something-ish. Mm-hmm. His ex-husband, you know, she's got a, um, a small but tight like, group of friends and, like, relatives, which we can also talk about because her sister was a hater. Uh, mm-hmm. And she's just kind of, you know, a very career woman um, who's, like, not really dating and her friends are kind of, like, plotting, trying to help her out or whatever. And she just doesn't feel like that's really necessary. But at the same time, she's, like, on the lonely side and... She's definitely overworked, so she decides to book, uh, like, a spontaneous trip to Montego Bay, Jamaica, where she meets this man half her age that <laughs> she decides to have a fling with, um, and then, you know, you see if they decide to continue the relationship or not. Um, so, yeah, that's the general premise of it, uh, and it's based off of Terry McMillan's real life um I don't know if this is her second husband or her first husband I feel like this is her second husband what does wikipedia say what does her wiki say what does madam wiki say put the jeopardy music on here I want to say this is her second she was I want to say she was 42 and she met her husband. No, this is her first husband, first and only husband. Um, who she met in 1998. So, or no, I think, I think she got married in 1998. Um, but she met him on vacation, similar to, um, similar to what happens in the movie. Sorry. Uh, which I think she got married the same year the movie came out. So it wasn't quite on your 19-day fiancé. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. But I feel like last episode, we didn't really give, or at least I didn't really give Terry McMillan 
like a whole lot. Um, cause I was just like, after I watched Wade Takes Hell and I was like, please don't let this lady be wildly homophobic. <laughs> cause the bitch would just, I would just be so upset. Uh, it's just, it's, it's like, unfortunately, some of our elders are not all the way there <laughs> when it comes to gay rights and things like that. Um, especially in something like this where he left her because he was gay and he was cheating on her too. So it would be like an extra double whammy, I guess, to her, like in a front, but I was like a little worried, but let me, let me, let me go back to her, like actual, you know, um, I guess her like history. Cause I don't feel like we've went to her history. Right. Last we time. talked a little bit about it. Like maybe cause I, um, she is an author and I know like, being an African-American author, even now, like, you aren't treated fairly by no. your publisher. No. No. She had put out her first book in, like, 82, and, like, the publisher wouldn't, like, send her on a book tour as is customary for, like, people to go and, like, talk to call, like, you know, talk to people and, like, go and do signings and, like, it helps promote the book, right? Um, her publisher didn't do that so she like used her own uh like money I guess and like went to like different like I guess she went to like HBCUs but I think she also went to like other black bookstores um and like promoted the book herself so she had to take it like matters into her own hand but she actually like sold out her book like the first like printing which is like 5,000 copies mm-hmm. and then I think when she did, was it, I want to say it's how Stella got her room back, sold a million, like had a million, um, like that first printing, it like was a million printed. I think it sold a million. Like this was a big ass, like big deal of a book, (laughs) Um, which I don't think that would have happened unless she had like done all that stuff herself, which sucks because like girl. She built her fan base on her own. Like, she went in the streets and Mm -hmm. cultivated her own fan base. Yeah, that's what you gotta do. Because people be leaving out here, leaving you out here high and dry. And I want to say, too, it says that um, Waiting to Exhale, which is her third novel, sold three million copies in, like, three years. Um... And I feel like this one also, I mean, a million printings is a lot. Like your first mm-hmm. run printing. That's a lot of books. That's a lot of goddamn books. I don't know anybody who's doing a million printings, like, off top. Mm-hmm. And you got you have to sell those books. Yeah. Because what do they do? Don't they, like, like hey, you owe us? Let's take yeah, that you from don't that get advance. Girl, the book world is a shady, shady bitch. <laughs> Um, yeah, and she actually, uh, just wrote another book. I feel like last year, not wrote, just wrote, just published another book, um, about a woman who's like in her sixties, late sixties, who's kind of trying to like, um, like reevaluate her life after like something tragic. So she's still out here writing and she doesn't like just leave it, um, 
I guess to like the young ones to tell like young people stories or like you know stories I love being home hey y'all <laughs> so I must have come to the door cause there ain't no reason for all this nope the smaller bark who can't she probably just, anything. She just want to let them know she back up. She probably woke her up. That's the fucked up thing. Okay, sounds like they're done. <laughs> Why does God allow suffering? <laughs> Are you done? Okay. Um, I don't even know what I was saying. So basically, Terry McMillan... Um, she has a long, long career, um, still a best-selling author, I believe, and um, she's still writing. She's just like, well, I don't see my career coming to a close anytime soon, so shout out to her. Um, but this book, I think, or at least this movie and Waiting to Exhale are probably her most well-known, I feel like. I don't know if she has, does she have any more movies that were, or books that were adapted into movies? I think this is the only yes. two. Oh. Um, she had um, Disappearing Acts was made into a movie for um, HBO. Oh. And I think Sanaa Lathan and Wesley Snipes were in that. Yes. I feel like we mentioned that last episode, but girl, it's been a week. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I believe that's the last film that has been made of her works. Right. Right. Um, and then she's going to have her this, the TV version of Waiting to Exhale, which, please, not for her. I'm talking about... Uh, it's cursed. So... Yeah. Who is it? Isn't it Kenya? It's Lee Daniels. Oh, sorry, so. Lee. Girl, at this junction. <laughs> Interchangeable. Oh, they made a movie out of A Day Late and A Dollar Short, but it's for Lifetime. Oh. In 2014. Okay. Whoopi Goldberg was in there. Okay. Whoopi Goldberg, Bing Rains, uh, Tashina Arnold, Bakai Pfeiffer, Keena Noni Rose, Anika, sorry, oh, girl, my brain. Anika Noni Rose and Kimberly, Kimberly Elise. That's oh. like a, that's a, that's a decent, I mean, that's a decent ass cast, but it's also Lifetime, so I don't know what, what it's giving. <laughs> I'd be a little worried. Mm. Hello. Hi, hi, hello. It's Editing Ashley here. And I just realized that I kind of set it up to talk about Terry McMillan and her husband a little bit more and completely forgot because, as usual, we got, of course, talking about whatever we were talking about. So, basically, um, in 2005, I believe, on The Oprah Winfrey Show... When it was still airing, uh, Terry McMillan and her now ex-husband went on the show to talk about basically that they were divorcing and um, the reason was because her husband had come out as gay and he had also cheated on her. Um, During the broadcast, she was kind of doing a lot and she had really strong reactions, obviously mainly because she's been cheated on um, and she, you know describes it as a betrayal I guess a lot of people took that to mean that she was homophobic um because she also was like well you know from a young age and blah 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 so um she later clarified these statements as kind of being like I was hurt but you know 
we're good now and I'm not homophobic. I personally thought thought she was homophobic uh, just from the dialogue that we talked about in Waiting to Exhale. But um, like we said before, I've never read her book. I don't think Brittany's ever read any of her books either. And, um, you know, I don't know this woman personally. So, you know, who's to say? But just wanted to give that little tidbit um, because we forgot. Mm, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've never, like I said last episode, I've never read anything by Terry McMillan. I just was never really interested at the time. It seemed like something for my mama. And, like, now having watched Waiting to Exhale, it just feels very not old. It just feels like... I don't know. Some of the things are, like, very antiquated, which I feel like they address in this movie a little bit. With some of the stuff, like with her and her arguments with her sister or whatever, because sister was very much like, you need a man, and this, that, and the third, and she was like, I don't have to be booed up to be happy or whatever, but she wasn't really happy. But at the same time, it was just kind of like, like in Waiting to Exhale, and I was like, it can't all be man problems, can it? It's different. They're, they're moving. She's a woman of the late 90s. Oh, yeah. Remember, it's the 90s. <laughs> Man, yeah, I think like, yeah, I think that's that. I think for me, being like in my early thirties now, like I can see how this would be like a big deal. But also, like, I I get on the internet with y'all, <laughs> and these men are garbage. I've read enough threads about men with dirty hygiene, and I mean that's like the best of it. <laughs> There's more that gets just like straight up, just like y'all are straight up rapists. Like y'all know that, right? Y'all know that. Y'all are rapists, and I'm just like, oh no. There's nothing about this that would I would bend over backwards and be all depressed and shit for any of these people. <laughs> so, um, but of course, it's just Twitter. It could be semi decent people outside of Twitter, maybe. I would hope. <laughs> Can't be all bad shit. I I hope I hope. Yeah, so with this movie... There, there's some decent people in the world, you know. Well, can y'all you come know, out the woodwork? People, people be finding folk. They do. Folk I've seen folk. some cute... I've seen some cute couple pics, some cute marriage photos lately. But watching this movie reminded me... Okay, I'll get into it later. It reminded me of something I said, and I was just like, ooh, damn. Okay, don't forget it. I was right, but... Don't, for, don't forget it. <laughs> I want to know. So, I'm going to just say it up front, and then we can get into the movies. Okay, let's do it. Because, you know, this podcast, if you're listening, it's a conversation between friends. We talk about movies, we reflect on life. Sometimes, boom, they connect. Girl, you know, I mean, even though know, this podcast is not as bad as the group chat, let's just... Yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> I'm not terrorizing you with crazy. Well, sometimes I'm sending you images and I'm like, look at this craziness. Yeah. Just, just to. <laughs> so I'm not terrorizing people um, hourly, but anything we say here probably can't be that bad. It, yeah, actually, you said some crazy shit. <laughs> I think oh, I won God. the unofficial contest of who's the most chaotic. I. You be, you're 
pulling ahead. Yeah. You pulling ahead. Yeah. Yeah. There's some there's some dark sided shit on this phone. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, tell me, tell me, tell me. So like last last episode I mentioned the meat market, right? Oh God. <laughs> yes. The yes. meat market, the concept of the meat market. <laughs> Where, I don't know if it's got, like, I I feel like the meat market is a thing. I feel like the meat market is real. Where you're on the meat market, like, like Stella's sisters tried to put her on the meat market. She was on the meat market. They wanted her to be seen so she could get some meat. Like, she was meat for meat. You feel me? Remember that? Uh, <laughs> she was meat for meat, right? That, when you keep saying meat, it reminds me of that Twitter. No, that tweet that said, meet it up. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I don't even know what the context is anymore, but that shit was. I just can't. Every time somebody says meat, I have to. It was, she, she was meat for meat, right? <laughs> meat for meat, right? Meat to meat. Meat. No. Meat. Meat for, for meat. meat. No. Meat? I don't work. Meat for meat, right? <laughs> I don't know if that works here, but it it's what? both spelled the same. It ain't the the meat like a meat cute. It's a meat for a meat, right? <laughs> right. If you know, you know. Um, <laughs> but. I feel like people's relatives, when you get a certain age, they be trying to put you on the meat market, right? Oh, and that's just, her sister was so stay. Like, beyond just, like, sisterly. Like, looking out for your sister kind of way. I was just like, you just, you look like you just wanted to be on the market so you could just feel better about yourself. Yeah. So you all had to introduce her as your single sister at parties. Yeah, like, I feel like after a certain age, everybody just want certain people to be partnered. Yeah. Like, and if you're not, then that becomes an issue and concern for them. And yeah. it's not really their business. And it reminded me of a conversation I had in my personal life. It's like, I'm okay with being by myself. Like, I'm cool with that. And I was like, anything that I have to do for myself and I'll just do it, I mm-hmm. would rather fall on my hands and knees in as much pain as I'm in with my migraines and shit than have somebody not like not want to do something for me. Because mm-hmm. do like you read those threads and you see how people act and treat like their partners and stuff and that's not how like some people are okay with being treated like that but that's not how people should want to be treated yeah and those people also would be like this is how you need to be treated and this is how you need to treat your man in order to get man they try to be like relationship advice like gurus and i'm just like your relationship sounds like it sucks ass (laughs) i don't want your advice it sounds bad it sounds bad and i was just like you know what i would just crawl on my hands and knees through glass and dirt with all this pain and shit <laughs> blah, blah, blah. i just do it myself and <laughs> the person i was talking to i know they was like god damn <laughs> i know i'm okay 
I know by myself. And I, I meant it. Like, it wasn't a big deal for me, but I was like, I'm okay being by myself. Like, whatever I want, you know, independent women part two, you know, that's me. And it, I'm okay with that. That's what Beyonce was like, pimp them back. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's cool. Um, and I felt like Stella, part one Stella, when she was a busy businesswoman doing whatever she had to do. Mm-hmm. Mhm. Like, yeah, she could do it all. She got it. Stella got it. She could do it. Right. Well, yeah. I don't know because they were trying to make it seem like she was like unfulfilled as a person, but I feel like her work was her life, and she wasn't doing like what she was actually interested in. Because she says that later she like went into the money market because her mom wanted her to go and be like a rich, successful person, and she wanted to make furniture. So I feel like that part's an issue because you're, as you see in the movie, like your job will always fuck you over eventually. Mm-hmm. This is not the 1950s. You cannot work for a company for however many years and retire because they will get your ass up out of there <laughs> if they got mm-hmm. to. Don't let these jobs kill you. No. What? Don't let these jobs kill you. <laughs> but yeah, they, her job totally, and she was like the best way, the best stockbroker they had. And they got her ass right up out of there with no hesitation. Victor Garber said, "No, you gotta go." So, <laughs> we he was like, "We understand that you're a woman and a Negro, a and you're the best, and you make us look good, but but none of that now. We'll with take the it from merger here. happening. We'll take it from here. Thank you." Thank you, Negress, for all your hard work. Negress mm-hmm. sitting around the office. Like, I was like, <laughs> he didn't do all that. But like, I was just like, yeah, no. So I guess in that sense, like, she's not fulfilled. Because like, as much as we all would love to just go to our offices and just like love what we do all day. Like, work is work and it's not fun. <laughs> like, the money is fun. But like, usually like, for most people, like, like. You know, I would like to collect my check and my benefits so I can feed my children and have this nice house out in San Francisco, which I don't even know what the rates in San Francisco are looking like. Like, this is kind of pre, like, tech boom, I guess. Right on the cusp of it, right before the internet popped. Well, I guess you got, like, the dot-com boom, but I don't really know where things were concentrated then, but, like, I don't think... Like, San Francisco wasn't, like, some unattainable, like, like, I would never even, I don't even, girl, I would never look for an apartment (laughs) in that area. I would even, like, entertain even, like, guessing what any of that stuff is. So, I don't know if it was like that back then. I don't think it really was. Um, But uh, I would say that she's doing fine. But, you know, sometimes you need, like, a little bit of, like, a... Like, a, like an excitement in your life a little bit. And she's not really getting that from what she does day to day, you know. So, and her, you know, her sister's in her lane. <laughs> her best friend lives across the country. So, um, I think, like, in her initial decision to go to Jamaica, it's not to find anybody. Like, it's not, um, like, sex tourism, which I wrote down because I was just like, wait. Parts of this is giving me 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> but oh, I was like, and Jay. Oh, God. Did she still, like, call the cops on him and shit? Because I know they were back together. I haven't watched 90 Day Fiance in, like, months. Because I don't have cable. And um, 
Well, I have, I have access to cable, but I just don't have like a television and shit like that. So I don't really, you know, be logging on, you know, to be watching my stories because I won't be on there for like three straight hours <laughs> catching up on everything each Sunday. But yeah, a lot of that stuff, you know, people be going to other countries and stuff with this like explicit, like desire to like find somebody. It's gross. <laughs> Which I don't think is done here. I think mama just wanted a vacation. And some time to relax. Because the kid is gone. Visiting his dad. Um, and she got money. So she could take time off. So I think that was... Um, you know, it's not like gross, you know, like she's not going there to be like, I'm going to find me a man. I'm going to find me a young boy. And I'm going <laughs> to, and all that. It's not like a, who was it? Molly? Ooh, Molly. I don't think she went there for that either, but sometimes I'll be like, y'all sus. God bless. And we down. He got she, he left. Where'd she go? It wasn't it Puerto, she, was it Puerto Rico or Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic. Yeah. And that bit her in the ass, God bless. She's, She's one of my, she's, I like watching Molly, but I was also like, ma'am, I don't think this is going to work. <laughs> Especially how you doing these children, bruh. <laughs> Your daughter says she don't like this man. And you're like, well, you just going to have to get used to it because I don't want to be happy. Yeah. That grosses me out. But I feel like in this instance, Stella is not that type of person. No, she just wanted to like, Get a break, have a little fun, mm-hmm. drink a little drink, mm-hmm. swim a little swim, you know, kick yeah. back, relax, mm-hmm. relate, release. Yeah. Go. Like she deserved because she was hardworking. Mm-hmm. Hardworking, taking care of these kids, um, living the career life. So, yeah, she deserved a break. But, um, yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's like, like that it's not malicious i guess it didn't have like malicious intent for her to go to jamaica i just want to point that out because i know like there's a big i mean the whole big thing about this is like their age difference like when she actually meets tay diggs aka winston shakespeare (laughs) Uh, uh, that name kills me uh like she's 40 he's 20 maybe about to be 21 he says next birthday is 21 so we don't even know when he's turning 21 which i know a hotbed issue on the interwebs nowadays is age differences and i think they're brought up every three to four business days at this point Hmm. with good reason because there's some sus ass people out there but i just want to like say that up front i guess before anybody's just like fuck no I'm not gonna watch this movie or whatever because it's like I don't watch movies y'all I mean there was actually really like I don't know if I missed this discussion well I miss, I give well let me say this I saw part of this discussion via one person's tweet um and it was like about I guess people want to do book ratings kind of like how they do MPAA ratings for movies and she was like, do you not understand this is a horrible idea? <laughs> because of the way she will not get watched or read because of ratings and things like that. And I was like, ooh, very interesting. 
like discussion okay, that's going Because the NBAA um, will take your shit. <laughs> like to write books. Yeah, somebody I guess I don't know if that was like a thing that somebody has suggested or, or like, I don't know if that's a thing that's actually happening. Uh but I mean, yeah. Okay. I so, mean, you could tell me if there's something crazy in the book, but I was like, no, don't be putting this. Like, this is a rated R book. I mean, read only okay. for 17 the only and older. Reason I try to be mindful about like telling people about, like, you don't have to warn me about what I'm finna watch. Like, if you recommend a movie to me, just recommend the movie. But I like to be mindful about other people because other people are more sensitive to things than I am. Right. So I just like to keep that in mind. Um, but I can think, I can only think of one instance where like a warning for something in a book could have been helpful for me right. personally because it came out of left field. But doing that could be prop, but like we already have a lot of stuff going on with like access to knowledge, like access to learning things. Mm-hmm. So installing like I know it's just like the concept is trying to be geared toward like um like not necessarily like um literature that you read for like school, but it's going to be applied for that. Girl, mm-hmm. like, I mean they the already burn the shit and all that. So <laughs> Like you already can't read certain books in school because it has um, content that is problematic. Like kids can't read. um, What's the name of that book? Angie Tom. Angie Thomas wrote Uh, the Hate You Give. Yeah, like some schools won't allow kids to read that. Oh, God. And that goes into a whole larger thing about nobody wanting to be blamed for racism and you sit up there being racist. <laughs> yeah, so, like... And I don't even yeah. think, like, I would never read that book because I'm just like, no. But, like, yeah, it's, like, stuff like that that'll be banned. I mean, I read... Uh, what's that Colette Hosini book? I cannot remember what that book is called. I can only remember the sequel. Um, oh, The Kite Runner. And that, I can't even imagine, I would be like, damn, do they, would they let you read that nowadays? Because there's a lot going on in that book, child. It's a whole fucking lot in that book, bitch. And I like, my teacher let me read, like, let us read. I think that's one of our, like, assigned books or something. I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, it's not even, like, terrible. But, I mean, it's not Wuthering Heights. <laughs> so, like, goodness gracious. But, yeah, I feel like, I feel like it's going to be one of them things. All but I can also, say is a lot is of like read reviews or if somebody recommended it to you and you know like what kind of content they, that they typically read or that you don't ask like. them about it. Yeah. And like if they tell you like, hey, this might not, you know, just be mindful of this or like read a review or like if it's a movie, read their Wikipedia page and Determine if that's a movie for you. Yeah, there's plenty of people do that stuff. I don't. I have to do it. And I have to determine whether or not, like, this is a movie I feel like watching. Or, like, if I'm in the mood for this particular movie. 
at this particular time. Yeah, sometimes I wouldn't. Like, there's some movies I'd be like, damn, I really should have read the synopsis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but not because they were bad, just because they were sad as shit. Like, I, the one I just read, uh, talked about was Beats Per Minute. Um, which I was just like, maybe, okay, maybe this is just about, you know, people falling in love at the EDM concert or whatever. No, girl. It was about, like, the uh, the Parisian chapter of ACT UP, which is, like, the HIV-AIDS activist um, in, like, the, I guess, I don't know when this was said. I want to say it was in the 80s, maybe the 90s. And I was like, oh, my chest, there's a lot happening <laughs> Oh, I was finna watch that. Oh, okay. it's a lot, bitch. <laughs> Thank it's, you for the hands up. It's very, it can, it's very, it's a lot. It's a lot. Because, you know, my girl's in it mm-hmm. from um, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. So I was like, okay, I'm going to watch. Girl. It was a good movie, but I was like, child. <laughs> I really should have just read the synopsis because I would have known immediately. <laughs> And I was like, oh, no, this is something completely different. I don't know if I'm prepared, but, I, you know, I, I charged through. I pressed on. Nevertheless, she persisted. But, but yeah. Okay, so, okay, Miss Pussy Hat. <laughs> Not Miss Pussy Hat. I will never be caught dead. <laughs> Girl. Do they even do that this year? I don't know if they do. You think they did? We will be here all night if I have to talk about them people. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I guess in regards to the content of this, like, this is also, like, Terry McMillan's story, so I feel like this is, like, like, I don't feel bad. I don't feel like she shouldn't have told her story or whatever. Especially, like, you know, I feel like especially, well, even now, like, telling stories about older women and older people, um, well, I mean, older men get a lot of stories about them, but like older women really don't. So, um, this might've like opened up discussions of stuff. Cause she was like, this was very taboo at the time, which I could see it being taboo now, even though you have like the whole MILF thing or whatever. Um, that's like super, I feel like it's like internet popular. I don't know. People are weird, but <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I don't think like this is like some like such shit like like Aaron and his wife. <laughs> I don't know. It, I I don't know. I mean, you definitely see their personalities like clash because it's just like a, it's a generations thing. Like you're dealing with somebody from like a different generation from you, and they're gonna do all the things that you were like. Of course, a grown man shouldn't do that, but I was like, he's still very young <laughs> so i'm like i don't know if you're gonna do this you better give me some leeway girl yeah yeah because that's yeah. that's really what's gonna be the thing <laughs> y'all are at different stages in your lives yeah which is like sometimes you're just like why would you talk to someone who's 20 what do i like even now i'm like what do i need what do i know like what do i have in common with a 20 year old that's someone who's 31 I have nothing to discuss with you. <laughs> they have things in common, though, which I also think is good to show in terms of following your dreams and stuff. But but at the same time. <laughs> I was going to say about this is if this is something you want to do, 
for either party, if you're the older party, you got to be mindful of that person's youth. Yeah. You got to be mindful that you're not taking advantage of somebody's youth and inexperience and naivete. And just general dumbassness. You have to realize that you have had a chance to establish yourself and establish your life. So you are like people, you're setting your ways. Like you have had a chance to do all these things. You have had, you have a routine. Like if you go to bed every night at 1030 because you know you be tired of shit. And he up partying because he's young yeah. as shit. It <laughs> lives off a cocoa puff. <laughs> so you can't get mad if your partner is up watching TV because that's their routine. Right. And for the younger party, like, it may come a time for you to understand that that person is established and you haven't had a chance to establish yourself so you're still learning and you're still growing and sometimes you might outgrow that person right because you're still developing as a person and you're going to change you're always changing and we we're meeting these two characters at two different points like uh winston is 20 he's working as a chef in this resort and we're meeting stella and she is a stockbroker looking for some spice for a fun little week. And well, she's con- she's she's convinced to do it. She's not, you know, even with men that her are her age, she's like, no, I don't really want to talk to you. <laughs> and there, I mean, there's some clown shit afoot with the men that are her age. <laughs> like, yeah, we be Beyonce's stepdaddy. Which and- one was him? Richard Lawson, he was the one that was stuttering. <gasps> he was fine. <laughs> yeah, Beyonce's stepdaddy is fine. But they, those look like two different Beyonce people. It's fine. But those look like two different people. Why do we look? Bianca yes. and daddy fine. Bianca Lawson's father is fine. Bianca, you are fine and your daddy fine. Yes. Amen. I didn't realize that was him, but I think he had like sunglasses on too. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was doing a whole lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> buddy or something. Yeah, Buddy was doing the most. And then, but girl, Richard Lawson was looking on Whoopi Goldberg's feet. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that. I wish it were me. <laughs> <laughs> he looked lo- like, why was he giving me like, uh, he was giving me a wand that I cannot, I can't really, which one am I thinking of? He was giving me Keenan Ivory Wayne. <laughs> so maybe I wasn't paying enough attention. <laughs> Let me, cause I, I've always was thinking like Richard Lawson was of the light skin brigade. Am I making this up? No, you know, you've been a brown, brown skin. Yeah, so I was I didn't realize I was him. Well go ahead on girl. You found someone to love on you. Miss mm-hmm. Tina. Amen. Yeah, I don't I didn't realize that was him at all. But I don't I feel like I was looking at someone else. Uh and maybe I was imagining I don't now I'm looking at Richard Lawson, I'm like, damn, maybe I don't know what you look like at all. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, she didn't like any of the men that they, like, met at the resort. Um, 
And she wasn't really like trying to be there for anybody like that. It was like her best friend, aka Whoopi Goldberg, who we haven't talked about. Um, Delilah. Miss Delilah, uh, who was like, Yeah, I'm here to be a host. Like, <laughs> Whoopi, I don't want no man in my house. I don't want nobody in my house, Goldberg. You could come over, but you can't stay. I you feel cannot it. stay. You can't have a drawer. You can't have a drawer. I read somewhere today that she said that because I didn't realize she was married. I mean, she was married like three times, and she was like, "I ain't love any of them." <laughs> and I was like, "Yo, <laughs> that's a lot of money to not be loving people, but okay." <laughs> so, yeah, Ruby was about that action. But yeah, her friend is like, yeah, we're trying to be hoes out here. And I'm finding some ex-NFL players. <laughs> and let's just be flipped. <laughs> and you know, Stella's like, no. And then she had like met this dude at breakfast. Who was just like staring at her and was kind Tay of with this accent. <laughs> It's kind of like a Miss Cleo call me now. Girl, R.I.P. R.I.P. to the late night queen. I used to really want to call that number and get my free tarot reading. I feel like me and my friend did, but I feel like it was a busy signal. signal. But I knew like calling that number would get me in so much trouble because it wasn't free. It's going to be expensive. Ten dollars to start, a dollar a minute. <laughs> I don't even know what the rates were. You know, the rates were probably like this big at the bottom of the screen. Mm-hmm. So that was like a fifty dollar phone call, easy. So back when calls cost money, <laughs> like that, individual calls would cost you a fortune in the U.S. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, she meets Winston. <laughs> that name? Leave Mr. Shakespeare alone. Girl. <laughs> Didn't call him Livingston or anything like that. Just went for Winston. Just a shortened, shortened version. Winston Shakespeare is a totally, like, real name. She was like, that ain't no real name. <laughs> it's like when you give somebody a fake name at parties and fake number. Remember those fake numbers you used to give out? I could never think of one fast enough. They had like a, na- like a number. I could never had, like, remember it. I never remember it either. But then people would call you. That's the thing. That's when men started getting really annoying. Because <laughs> they would call you right in front of you to make sure that you didn't give a fake number. Mm. Mm. So irritating. Um, but yeah, she like dismisses him. She's like, oh, you're 20. Where are your parents? Please get away from me. And he's like, I'm grown. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, sir, are you? <laughs> are you grown? Your frontal lobe hasn't finished developing. And he's like, I am grown. I am an adult. And he's like, wait, you like went to college or something like that? And he said you didn't know what to do with his degree. 
like his biology degree. So he's like working there for the summer or something like that. Which I was like, why don't you know what to do with a biology degree? That should be. There's several careers in there. <laughs> but he was like, yeah, I'm just here working for the summer. And she's just like, well, he's fine and all, but he is like a baby. That's gross. We're going to get away from him. But Winston has other plans. Didn't he like invite her to like a pajama night or something like that? Yeah, he was like, come on to the pajama gym gym. I'm going to be there, you know, with your pajamas. Or Why not. don't remind me of foam parties? Mm-hmm. Like foam parties? Did you ever go to oh. a foam party? No, I never wanted to get my hair wet. I thought about it because there was a bar um, at the corner near our building. And they would have foam parties. And I think we wanted to go. But I think I think I was going to go. And we showed up and there, somebody said they were canceling it because there's not enough people that came or something like that. Or something was wrong with the thing. I don't know. But um, yeah, I'm glad I didn't go because gross. <laughs> like now I think about it now. I'm like, ugh. No, thank you. But uh, yeah, I thought this was going to be like a cute pajama party. Girl, this was like grown adult. <laughs> Pajamas. I mean, it was the 90s. Girl, you could have yourself a t-shirt and flannel pant moment. <laughs> Is it cute? Probably not, but that's what I'll be wearing. But it's sexy pajama party. He ain't, say, he ain't say all that. It ain't now. cozy onesie. He ain't even say all that. It ain't, it ain't a cozy onesie popcorn at the house pajama party this is see this is why i should never go to one of those because i would just show up in some flannels and be like i'm comfortable i don't belong into these things because <laughs> i'd be like oh oops i'm actually dressed for bed <laughs> it's not the pre-bed stage i'm just for bed oh, when man. i leave here i'm going to bed uh, that reminds me of when I went to a toga party. Oh, I went to a toga party. Yeah. And you know, black people make their shit all fancy. So mm-hmm. we like went to the fabric store. I had on like jeans under my toga. Oh no, we were, girl. People were, you know, stomach out, off the shoulder, tube top things, hooking it up. <laughs> hours before the party and then some white boys came and girl they came in sheets and everybody was like no (laughs) oh no because you know usually like usually are like regular like white people parties i think they just wear like sheets for togas or whatever and everybody was like oh no we like actually like we did this up heels and all (laughs) that was like my first big college party I think I turned 18 that night. That's what, it, that's what it was. It was like a half birthday party, half whatever. But yeah. Um, Stella's up there with her lingerie, her shawl. Oh. I don't know what Winston was wearing. A mesh shirt and drawers. That I forgot about. Girl, why the... Are these stereotypes? Do, <laughs> do people really be wearing mesh? I guess let me think. <laughs> If I go by what I've heard people say, I feel like mesh is pretty common. But it also seems so silly when I saw it that I was like, I mean, why are you in a mesh shirt? I, it was hot. 
<laughs> well, then, like, other people just came straight up shirtless. I... And then people were taking off the tops. I mean, hey. And I was like, did I just see boob? Who out here with the high waist, the panties, and the boobs out? Hey. <laughs> I forgot what Whoopi was wearing, but it was really cute. Whoopi looks really cute. Really black. Shorts on. But yeah, she had like a black robe or something. Or like a nighty or something. It was cute. She looks really good in black. Like, because mm-hmm. I think you, Whoopi will usually wear like black lipstick and stuff, or like a really dark purple or something like that. Really cute. Um, and she was still with them two men mm-hmm. who were looking at hot mess. And I guess Buddy tried to challenge Winston to a dance or so, a dance off. He and sure it, did. And shit was coming off. And then I don't know what was under he there. He was gyrating. Was that like, would you call that like a banana hammock? Like, what kind of underwear? Because I didn't want to call it a G string, but it was a lot. There was a lot like was happening. Key it was a lot was happening. <laughs> a speedo, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I'm glad you're feeling yourself, but girl, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is not what you want. <laughs> he was showing it off. He wanted some to see that he still had whatever he was having. I can say, I'm still here. I'm here to show you that I still got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Stella was like, oh, no, no, thank you. No, no it's time to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, and I don't think, like, I guess she's, like, flirting. Like, they're kind of flirting or whatever, but they don't do anything. And then Delilah was like, girl, I mean, you're here for, like, a week. Who cares? Yeah. Why does this also remind me of Kalani and Azuelu? Who was <laughs> she in, in Samoa? How do you say Samoa? It's not Samoa. I forgot how she says it. She says it like a specific way because it's actually how you're supposed to say it. We're not supposed to say Samoa, but um, yeah, she went on vacation and she was gone for like what, like a week or two. Mm-hmm. Came back. With a, with a fiance and a baby. She sure did. Oh, I just I just thought about that. Somebody hire us to talk about 90 Day Fiance. I'm sure there's plenty of um, podcasts out there. They're not as good as ours, so I would like to talk about 90 Day Fiance at length. <laughs> I mean, we would be really good at it. We would. You know, because we need some baby girls to talk about 90 Day. Baby love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 not baby love. Sorry. That was baby girl Lisa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, please hire us. I will go back and watch all 800 hours of footage I need. And if you provide me with a Discovery Plus uh, subscription, I will do the due diligence of watching uh, The Single Life and that other one and that other one that's on there, too. <laughs> They got multiple ones. They have. They are. I think Darcy's getting another show. Good for her. Somebody's getting like a spinoff of their own. I'm not watching the Family Chantel though. That's the only. I will draw the line there. But everything else is up. Fair game or whatever. Um, Yeah. Uh, But they don't. They don't do anything. I forgot what they do. Like I guess he just drops her off maybe or something. I can't remember. And then like. Whoopi Goldberg is just like, girl, you know what to do, girl. 
You got a crush on me. <laughs> she just really said that. And then so I was like, no. She's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> What's that gif I always send y'all of Jack Nicholson and The Departed? <laughs> Where he's just nodding. Yeah. <laughs> Extra ass nodding. Girl, uh, if I catch my mom watching Hamilton, I swear to God. <laughs> Is she watching him? She wants to, but she's like, I'll wait till you're not here. Oh, at she least she's suspecting complaining. it. She no, she's been trying to watch Hamilton for like at least since like you hit you know you hooked us up with the plug. <laughs> <laughs> so I was always just like, um, can I not be here? And now that I'm not here regularly, she's like, now's the time. But now she mentions it today after like all this invite stuff is on. But ciao. She's she's gonna have a double feature. She might watch both. I don't know. I don't know if she's like a musical theater type person. She doesn't give me musical theater. I think she's just curious because, you know, everybody's been talking about it or whatever. But, um, yeah, that's not for me. So <laughs> I was just like, you got you to gotta, uh, wait till I'm not here. But, um, yeah, so she's in the pool later. And I think Winston shows up. And this is when I was like, no, this is not realistic because who be in the pool like this with their hair? Fully submerged. Fresh braids. You just gonna dip it? Mm Mm-mm. If I did that, do you know how my braids would be slipping and sliding out of my head immediately? (laughs) My hair loves the water, but if anything is doing anything in my hair, products, uh, hairstyles, that's done. That's over with. Mm. I can't imagine dipping braids. On vacation. No. No. Especially when you pay for them to go on vacation. But she dipped it. That's that's money. That's money right there. Girl, this part was funny because she's like, she's, this is the age difference that was killing me because I was like, she said something like, do you want to be intimate? <laughs> I was like, and he was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? I mean, I guess she's not crass. Like Delilah is, but like, you're not signing a contract, sis. <laughs> Do you want to be intimate? Just let that roll off the tongue for a little bit. Excuse me, young man. Do would you like to be intimate? <laughs> We're suddenly on the set of Bridgerton. Excuse me, young man. Would you, would you like, like some pussy? <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say Congress. <laughs> you say. Finally, it's not me being the vulgar one. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so, man, I mean, they did the, well, first of all, I guess he comes to her suite or whatever, which is very cute. She got a nice-ass balcony with the view and stuff. I was like, go ahead, old girl. All expenses. No expense is too much. Uh, and then... I guess they're like making out kind of and he tries to put like ice on her back mm-hmm. and it spoils the mood because she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and uh, it kind of like fucks up the mood. But then I guess that wasn't too much because they definitely just decide to have sex. They definitely get intimate. They decide, girl, I was cracking up because I was like, not them trying to make this mosquito netting like sexy. 
They did. I was like, this is not a four poster bed with like that all fancy curtains everywhere. I was like, this is mosquito netting. <laughs> it's like, okay, make the mosquito netting kind of sexy or whatever. But Angela mm-hmm. Bassett out here licking necks. <laughs> I was like, all right, man, you get it. It was very quiet storm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they they was playing like Auntie the 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 soundtrack is very like Auntie I don't know it's, it's very like uh like on the nose or whatever because at one point it was like I guess like when Stella was at the the pajama party and the music was like I want her or some shit like that <laughs> and I was like damn okay damn we know what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I never really heard a lot about the soundtrack, so I'm about to Google it now because I want to know. It has. I thought it was um, "Feel It, Boy" on the soundtrack, but it is "Mr. Lover." Oh, I love that song. But um, the Shaggy, the Shaggy and Janet song. Now that's a hit. Okay, that's a hit. I'm sorry. I won't. I will not accept any slander. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that "Love Me, Love Me"? I feel like yeah. that song has like 50 million names, but I guess it's Love Me, Love Me. That's not what I call it, but Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and there's like a Mary J. Blige song, which I heard her voice. I don't know what the song was called. I guess it's called Beautiful. Um, but there's like Stevie Wonder on here, Casey and JoJo. There's a Big Pun song on here. There's a Big Pun. Big Pun and Beady Man. So I guess it's not all auntie shit. <laughs> I don't know how many aunties are out here listening to Big Pun. Today's aunties, maybe. But it's like yeah. Boys to Men and Shantae Moore and Soul to Soul. Dang it's like man. this one song they play. It's like really like you just sit down in front of like a rainy window and think about life. Yeah, your quiet storm kind of song. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one uh, it could be, but it was a lot on here. Um, was it Michelle Medicello? Uh, maybe. But I don't know. <laughs> Some of these names I don't recognize. Like I don't know who Kevin Ford is. Um, the lady saws out here, eh? but uh, yeah. So I mean, somebody was a little heavy-handed uh, as far as like. I was like, damn, okay, let me get it. <laughs> like, give me clues, I'm sure. I mean, you could just have a song that said, let's have sex. <laughs> and played it or whatever at top yeah. volume. That, they probably should have. Honestly, they probably did not miss it. <laughs> uh, but after they have sex, after they have their, you know, quiet storm montage, they're like talking about their, um, I guess, like plans or whatever, which is such like a, <laughs> I guess it's such like an older person thing to be like, so what are your plans? Like, it's a higher grade doing. <laughs> but she asked him, like, what do you want to do? And he like kind of wants to be a doctor, but he like postponed going to medical school. I guess because it's something his parents want him to do. Because his father is a doctor. Yeah, I didn't realize his father. I don't know if I was catching this when he was talking, but this boy is actually rich as shit. <laughs> like, I didn't uh, really 
nice house. Like I was, I did not remember that part either. (laughs) So, um, and like Stella talks about, she wants to make like, Basically, she's like, well, everybody has that kind of thing where they have, like, that period in their life where they want to, like, find themselves and kind of do, you know, like, postpone, like, the real world experience because, like, once you kind of jump in the real world, like, you can't really, it's harder to jump out of the real world in terms of, like, doing, like, your chosen career or whatever if it's, like, something business heavy I guess like stockbroking versus making furniture and being creative because you can't really be creative when you're a stockbroker unless we're talking like a Jordan Belfort situation but um I don't think that's what we're talking about here so (laughs) uh that would be crazy how we gotten like a um like a pump and dump like a like a wolf of wall street Mm. A little bit of, you know, a little razzle-dazzle mm-hmm. on that stockbroking job. <laughs> right. Uh, this is going to take the movie in a completely different direction. But, you know, if somebody wants to make a, a movie about a black stockbroker that be stealing, like, go ahead. I would like to see it. I love shit like that. That would be very stressful. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know who should make it? No, they shouldn't make it. I was going to say maybe the Saptie should make it, but I don't know about all that. <laughs> No, <laughs> I take it back. Who was talking about they wanted? Um, you said that you wanted Viola Davis in the Safety movie. I yes, <laughs> I would like to see it. Okay, we just gave you motherfuckers a free idea. I would like Viola Davis in pretty much any movie. Mm-hmm. But definitely something like that. I think she'd be good in it. Yeah, but also Angela Bassett. Shit, <laughs> put them <laughs> both in a Safety. All in a in a safety movie and see what happens. Just put them in a safety. Nothing crazy, like you know, like um, like the end of uh, Uncut Gems. Like we don't need all that, but like you know, all the other stuff, great. Like a good thriller that's not some like uh, what's that movie that's not like that was in with uh, robot eyes. We talked about this movie. Robot eyes. With, with Michael Ely. He's stalking her. Oh. So um, I don't remember. Um, when he hiding under the bed. Yeah. With the, putting his, her toothbrush in his mouth. Too much. Yeah. One of those. Um, I don't the want them. Guy. Yeah. I don't want them kind of thrillers. I want us to be in some like real shit. They can still put toothbrush in their mouth. I mean, if you want to steal my toothbrush, I guess go ahead. Well, I take, steal my toothbrush and I steal all your money. <laughs> I guess that's the trade. Mm. Uh, so, um, but yeah, she's been making furniture. No, she wants to make furniture, or she did. Um, and But she just, she said she makes money instead. I was like, okay, money moves. Yeah. Make yeah. the money moves. Hell yeah. Um, also, I really like the lighting in this. I don't know if you noticed it. It's a little bit of blue. They look really nice. Yeah, they lit them really well. You know, because sometimes people don't be. I don't. Who do we know anything about this director? We didn't really talk about him. Um, not much. I don't think I've seen. Wait, let me look. I'm looking too because I actually did not realize who directed this <laughs> until you said something, and uh. I don't know if I've seen anything else they've done. 
So. Oh my God. I've seen Guess Who, but. That's not, <laughs> I was about um, to say. I don't even know. I might have cut all that stuff out that we talked about that movie. I think that was his last movie. And I've seen Barbara Chop too, back in business. Oh, like, I think he's, like, produced some stuff, like, being Mary Jane, maybe. And Riverdale. Maybe directed? I don't know. This doesn't really give me a good, um, this doesn't really give me, unless he was in these, I don't know. This is not really giving me a good, like, uh, overall picture of, like, what he does, but, uh, yeah, I thought this was really good, like, lighting and stuff, because, you know, I feel like that was, up until very recently, that was a discussion of, like, black people don't look good in blue lighting, but we do, bitch. Yeah. Oh, he directed an episode of Love Victor. So he's still out here doing stuff. He directed an episode of You. Mm. What a chaotic, chaotic moment. <laughs> oh, when they bring that back, I will be locked in, unfortunately, because I want to see what the fuck happens. But, um,. Yeah, I think Guess Who was his last movie. But, um, yeah, I thought this was really nice. Like, they did. Angela Bassett looks great. Tate Diggs also looks great. Everybody in this movie looks great. Even the sister that I hate. Yeah. Looks amazing. Uh, so, I guess, I don't know what happens. Did they get into, like, a fight or some shit? Which was, I was like, didn't this is, like, a fling? I thought this was a fling. <laughs> yeah. This was a one one time thing, but they get into like some argument and they basically don't really talk to each other. Like I think she tries to call him at his like restaurant or like wherever he works on the resort, and then he's not there, and so they like don't get to say goodbye. And she just kind of like she's like, "Well, it's for the best" or whatever. And then she goes back to San Francisco, where I don't even know how they found out. Was it from Delilah? <laughs> Delilah, I think she might have told them. She had to, because I was like, who else would have told them? So, are these both her sisters? Yes. I didn't um, realize that. I, I don't know if she's the oldest. I don't know if someone's the oldest or not. I was trying to figure that out. Or I feel if, like she um, would be. Angela's the oldest? Is one I don't of them. Know. I, feel like it's, it's, I feel like it's either or. I feel like it's Stella, but it could be both. I mean, it could be either one. But I feel like um, Regina King is the baby. Yeah, she's definitely the baby. I I also forgot Regina King was in this. And I, once again, just have to say that I love you, Regina King. And if you ever hear this, just know that we adore you. Thank you. Yes, she is hilarious. She is with that fucking haircut. <laughs> My girl had her at T-Vibes, for real. She did. She, <laughs> she's so funny. Like, she's funny in these comedies. She's such a good actress. She's, it's not a comedy, but she's funny in, like, these roles that they put her in in the early to, in the 90s. Like, most of her roles in the 90s were, like, um, she was the um, comedic relief. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't really, I'm looking at these other ones and like some of these, she's in a lot of movies I don't remember her being in, but also some of these movies I've never seen. So, and I know she's done a lot more TV in like the 21st century 
I think more than she did in like the 90s. Like a lot more TV. Because she was on Big Bang Theory. She was on Shameless. And I didn't realize she was on The Leftovers. And I was like, bitch, maybe I'll power through that depressing shit to watch her. I watched a pilot and I was like, okay. Ooh, I watched a pilot too. And I was like, this might be too much for me. I'm sorry. This is a lot. I love me some stories about some cults and some freaky shit that happens. But girl, this is a lot. <laughs> this is a lot. And it was like right after we had to like go on lockdown last year. So I was like, this actually is too much because people are dying. But like, um, yeah, I think what, like, I feel like after this, she's in she's in a few movies like Miss Congeniality too, and like Legally Blonde too, and Daddy Daycare. So I think those are like comedies, but a lot of more of her stuff that she's been recognized for are not comedies. Yeah, like like, like Bill Street could talk, and also Watchmen. Mm-hmm. And One Night in Miami. Well. I was comedic parts in it, but it wasn't funny overall. I spent the whole movie being like, am I going to see somebody get shot? Please don't tell me. <laughs> I was worried. I was worried. I was like, this is a little close to, to some, at the end of somebody's life, isn't it? I'm a little worried. <laughs> like, I was really worried. But, um, yeah, I think a lot of her stuff is, like, mostly serious now. But she's still funny as hell. I love her. Mm-hmm. Anytime I see her, it's a good time. Yeah. That's talent. Yeah, talent. But she's the sister that's like chill, and she's not hating. And then the other one, so her name is Vanessa, and then the other one was Angela, who is pregnant with twins, and she's just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know. I don't know. She's just a giant hater. She wants things to be a certain way. She believes she believes that Stella just needs a man in her life. Because she has a successful career. She has Quincy, her son. She just needs some, a male presence in her life. Yeah, did she say something about her, her Her son needs to be raised by a father or something like that? And I was like... Yeah. She's very traditional. It, well, <laughs> when I saw her husband, I was like, oh, is this the reverse of... <laughs> is this the reverse of waiting to exhale... Oh yeah, because yeah. I saw I saw uh, young Kyle and I said, "Oh, there's a lot being said. There's not. There's a lot not being said in this family." <laughs> and I'm like, "Man, you don't mind your damn business. Worry about me." Yeah, so she's very critical of. She's very vocal and critical of um, Stella robbing the cradle. Maybe she is the older sister. She gave me older sister vibes. Yeah. I don't know. And also, Stella pays for a lot of stuff in the family. Oh, then she's definitely the middle sister. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, because she be paying for uh, Vanessa. Somebody said, it's Fast and Furious 9 time, bitch. Yes. Uh, Welcome to Cleveland, y'all. <laughs> uh, yeah, her, her sister was like, I need $600 because they won't let me shop at Nordstrom's anymore. <laughs> or some shit like that, like $500 or something like that. And then and then she had jacked up her sister's car. And then she, jacked up, she jacked up Stella's car, which is like a, a Mercedes. It was a nice-ass Mercedes. Um, 
this is just being a bitch. But like, she's just like, well, it's just a car. And I was like, oh, okay. She's having the, <laughs> the post nut epiphany, I guess. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> yeah, she was just like, well, it's just a car, you know, it'll be fine. And then Vanessa's like, oh, okay. Okay, so your meeting went well then. All right, let's. Yeah, she's very like, she's very nosy, but I feel like she's pro whatever, you know, um, that she does. And then her sister, or Angela, is the one that's a hater. And yes. it's so funny too. Vanessa is an ambulance driver who be on the damn phone all the time while people get loaded into the ambulance. Mm-hmm. And I was like, listening to music loud. People are dying. <laughs> People are dying in the back of your truck right now. Mm-hmm. Madam. They, yeah. That was funny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, so she after, turned the lights on too and blew out. Girl, she's a mess though. I mean, she's hilarious, but she's like that. She, I thought she was like the younger homegirl. I didn't realize they were all sisters. Um, at first. So that's even funnier. Cause I was like, this makes a lot more sense. <laughs> Some of the stuff she'd be saying. Cause sometimes you have that younger friend that just kind of just like kind of naive and a hot mess. But this makes way more sense now <laughs> that I hear this. Yeah. Um so I think this is after like after the scene is when she gets fired. Yeah, they so were she, like, you know what? We're doing this big merger. You ain't made the cuts, so we're going to need you to pack it up. Well, they didn't tell her. And then she had come in and tried to log into all her shit, and she couldn't. And she was like, what's going on? I'm like, girl, they did it, like, the worst way. Because mm-hmm. plenty of people will tell you, like, oh, I couldn't log into my stuff. Oh, shit, they get me out of here. <laughs> And that's exactly how they did her. Especially when Vicky Garber, which I always just call him Daddy Warbucks because that's how I remember him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that's the first movie I ever saw him in and I've called him Daddy Warbucks ever since then. Um, but he was like, relied on her for so much stuff. And I was just like, this is bullshit, bro. Yeah, he did. They He did her dirty. I figured what she's just talking about, but she was like, if you give me some sort of... They were going to give her a settlement package or something like that, I think. And she was like, well, you better make it platinum. And I was like, well, I know that's right, babe. I hope it was platinum for real. I know that's right. Mm. <laughs> uh, so I guess the, like, Delilah had given Winston her phone number. Delilah is doing a lot behind the scenes. Good for Delilah. Delilah's um, I, you need a Delilah in your corner. Yeah, sometimes she'll get the job done where you won't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I guess they had like called, they were talking about like when they would ever see each other again or something like that. And then she was like, oh, I don't know about all that. And he was like, I don't know what he said, but she said something about faxing the letter and that sent me over a cliff. <laughs> like, this boy don't have no fax machine, sis. I mean, he might. His parents might. Also, how to fax somebody a fucking letter, but... But also, like, watching this, 
2021. I'm like, you say anything about sex and you shit, I would be in your face. That's like, write me a check. But anyway. <laughs> write me a check at the grocery store when everybody else has tons of shit in their cart. Mm. <laughs> anyway. uh, and I also remember he said he don't get time off for three months. And I was like, that's the whole goddamn summer, bruh. Yeah, he new there. <laughs> it's like three whole months. I was like, you won't even work there after three more months. He gonna have to start school again. Yeah, that's true. But I was like, the whole exchange was like, okay. So I guess like her son over here, he's like, I want to go to Jamaica. And I was like, oh no. And she ends up taking him and her niece to Jamaica mm-hmm. to visit. And that's when Quincy was like, oh, my mom is trash. <laughs> He was like, oh, my mama got a boyfriend down here. And she couldn't even find one in the United States. <laughs> and I also love how they were like, they were like, how old is he? I think that her niece was like, how old is he? He's like, well, he's not quite 30. And she's like, well, that's not young. Because <laughs> they're like 11 and like nine or something. Like they have no concept of what age is. Everybody's old to them. They like mm. a 12-year-old would be old to them. Yeah. <laughs> but he don't like him at first because he's just like, hmm. Who is this like, guy? Mm, I don't trust this. Yeah, which most kids are, I feel like, are like that, which is not bad to be. Because going back to 90 Day Fiance, why do so many of these people be like, here, call him dad? <laughs> oh god, that's what up, Nicole and Azen? I'm telling you, pay us to talk about this damn show. Mm. I would love to talk about Nicole and Azen. Girl, I would like a whole saga. <laughs> because it really is. It's like several seasons worth of crap. But that was the worst part. It's like, here, well, he's going to be your new dad. I was like, is he? But she don't do that, thankfully. She's got some sense for the love of God and like, like Stella does. Cause I was like, now listen, I know you like this person, but this is not the time to be that dizzy. She 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 figures she figures it out. Like she knows that Quincy wouldn't be with it if she realizes if he realizes um Winston Shakespeare is twenty from jump. Oh, yeah. Like, she probably told him after. <laughs> Once Delilah called him, too. Shit. <laughs> but speaking of Delilah, actually, this is when shit went left. And I was like, excuse me. I do not remember this part either. <laughs> this is the big part I did not remember. Which was, Mama's in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, she didn't say anything to Stella. I remember at the beginning, when they first got to Jamaica, she was like, I've been, like, really tired and run down lately. And she was like, you need to get a physical. Like, when was the last time you had a physical? And she was like a year ago or something. And, like, Stella's very much like a like a healthy eating, takes good care of herself, quote, unquote, or whatever. Because she, like, runs and does stuff. So she's very, like, active. And Delilah's like, well, girl, I will see you after breakfast. <laughs> you do all of that, and I will get some rest. Um... And so she's in the hospital, but she doesn't mention anything. She just, like, lets Stella talk about shit because she's like, Winston hasn't been anywhere, and 
he's just like, uh, he hasn't really had his heart broken before, you know, that. And Delilah was like, well, just girl, just like, don't worry about it. Like, they'll never be bored. But I was also like, you know, in this instance, like, you got to like teach somebody something. Well, this feel like your child. Mm. And I was like, now you don't get your situa- yourself in a situation like that where you're raising two children. Mm. They'll have a Kalani in Asbele. Because mm. that's definitely, my girl got, what, three, four children? Mm. And one of them is a grown man. <laughs> one of them is a grown up. Mm. So is that was your grown up, though. No. No. Luckily, Winston isn't as bad as Azuelu, but I just don't want to have to teach nobody nothing. I feel like that part, you're like, you're like damn, I already been on through all this. Why I go through this with you again? Yeah, but they're both up for this experience. So far. Mm-hmm. They're having fun at the bar. Making out in front of people because everybody really just be coming on to Winston like it ain't no business. <laughs> like, I guess because they be thinking that's his mother. Yeah, that was that seems weird. Yeah, because they were just like, yeah, this is my son. She was like disgusted, but like I guess because she realized that they were together or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, I guess that's fun for you. Um, and then this was when. They he like takes her to meet his parents. I don't know where you can't just do that. 20, 40, 90. Please don't take me to meet anybody that I don't know <laughs> without telling me first. You can't just do it like you can't just pop up like, yeah, I'm about to take you to the house out of nowhere. Especially when they were like. Like, they already have, like, a weird, I guess, taboo relationship. And you're just going to take her to your parents. And, like, y'all have spent a grand total of, like, four days together total. <laughs> yeah, it was too soon for that. And then his mother is 41. <laughs> yeah, she was not pleased. No, and I would be like, ma'am, I'm sorry. Why are you in my house? Which is exactly what she did. She was like, why... Are you stealing my baby? Why are you and your teenagers here in my home? Yeah, she thought her kids were teenagers. I was like, they're not the devils. <laughs> she was like, they're 11. Yeah. And she's like, that other one's my niece, so I only have one kid. Glenn Turman looked great. Mm-hmm. Which I almost didn't recognize him. Mm-hmm. He wasn't the colonel today. <sighs> Come on, a different world. Mm-hmm. Come on. His name is Dr. Shakespeare. That's the best part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just can't get over it. I don't know who Mrs. Shakespeare was. But um, she, wait. She yeah. let her have it. Yeah, she went off. I mean, y'all got to ease them into it. Because I don't even think they had met her yet. Like, I hadn't heard about her yet or something. So they were like, here, yeah, this is my girlfriend. You just popped up, popped up like that. Yeah. Uh, and so I don't think dinner really goes well. Um, 
They also have a really nice house because she was like, oh, can I help you set the table? She's like, well, the workers can do that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, excuse me. But I guess she doesn't have time to get mad at her because Delilah is like in the hospital, as we said. Her doctor is like, yeah, you're listed as her next of kin and you need to come because she's got. So I guess she had had surgery because she has cancer. And it spread to like her liver or something. And they were like, if you're going to come see her, you need to see her now. So she flies over there, which I was like, yes, I love this. I'm glad she wasn't just like, let me bring my boyfriend (laughs) with me to New York to come see you. Like, I thought that I was like, oh, God, because you know what I was also thinking about with this movie was that fun uh, Twitter day. Where somebody was like, if my house was burning. No, my, don't even. <laughs> if my husband and my kids were inside, I would save my husband. Because we could all we could always have new kids. We could always have new kids. Be, <laughs> I was watching one of them uh Batman movies. Of which there are many. There are many. Bitch, why did Talia Al Ghul say some shit like that to Bruce Wayne? She was like, we could kick this little bastard off this blimp because we could always have new kids. And I was like, you gonna say that about your son, Damian Wayne? <laughs> Talia Al Ghul was something the fuck else. And she called him a little bastard. And I was like, oh, Damn, that's your son. Why she even have the baby? She, I mean, she was like, Bruce. Don't listen to Damian Wayne. We could just kick him. She was a lot. We could just kick this little bastard off this lip. She was always a lot. And uh, and Bruce Wayne was always an idiot. So it worked. <laughs> and I was like, ah. I was like, this, this did, movie's too much. Did Damian Wayne, did Damian Wayne do something to her? Did she call him a, a bastard? Or she was just like, did she know that was her kid? Yes, she knows Damien is her son because he was raised. Um, she raised him. Her and um, Ra's al Ghul raised him. Oh. He was with the shits. And then he left them to go live with Bruce at the house. Apparently he was genetically engineered and grown within an artificial womb. Maybe that was it. Maybe she was just like, girl... I don't actually care about this child because... Because they were trying to... This particular movie, they was trying to make, like, a perfect soldier. There's always a super soldier, isn't it? (laughs) Like, a perfect, like, perfect fighter. And she felt like Bruce was it. Bruce was the the thing. I hate the Al so much. (laughs) I fucking hate them. Little little son of a bitch. (laughs) I hate them both. I hated, uh, 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 I used to walk around Ireland to stalk and kill Negroes. I hate him. <laughs> Did he play Ra's al Ghul? What is his this Liam Neeson? Yeah, I know. Oh. But like now that I've seen, like that was my first, like I feel like my first like time like actually recognizing Ra's al Ghul. So now in every other depiction, I'm just like, fuck out of here. <laughs> that was pre- Free the, the the interview. I just didn't like him, and then I hated Talia in that damn movie, that other movie. And so now the both of them, I'm just like, I never want to see you. 
in any any version of these movies and cartoons, I don't want to see you. But yeah, yeah. I that, that seems very like her too. Be like, nah, you gotta get the fuck out of here. It's okay. We we just get some new ones. Like, yeah, ah. yeah. <laughs> that was a real thing to happen on Twitter. Like they're like, yeah, we just always get new kids. And I, that was a terrible day. It was a enlightening day. I, mm. Quite enlightening. Um, luckily, Stella doesn't do this, but I feel like in many instances, had anyone else been writing this, it could have been a different story. Yeah. And that would have been a hot mess. Um, but yeah, this part, I feel like, I don't want to say this is my favorite part of the movie because it's sad, but I also like them two together. I feel like Angela and Whoopi should do more together. That'd be nice. They like really work off each other because they just feel they. I guess they have like natural chemistry, and like Whoopi, of course, is hilarious. And so, I feel like she's just natural with anybody. But yeah, uh, it's not doing too well for her. It's not going well, and so I don't yeah. even know what she knew. I guess she didn't know until after she moved back to Jamaica or something. But she had been in the hospital for like two weeks or something. Yeah, um, and hadn't said anything. And like Stella's, you know, lotioning her feet and like sitting with her, and and my poor girl was in pain. And they're yeah. singing to each other, and Stella's singing to her, and I was like, "Oh, friendship! Can we have more friendship?" Yeah. Um, but I didn't realize that. A spoiler, I guess, but. Uh, Delilah don't make it. No, our girl don't make I it. I could have sworn she did. No. Because I don't remember her having cancer either. I thought she had just, like, had, like, a bad fall or some shit, which is also, I mean, like, that's usually what it happens. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, you have, like, leukemia or something because you fell and broke your leg or something like that. But, like, I thought she had just, like, hurt herself or something. And, like, got over it, but no. No. She she doesn't make it. Yeah. And they end up having this really nice funeral for her, which Winston shows up, which I was like, you don't get the fuck. But, like. <laughs> he was being supportive. He was mature. being supportive. But also just, like, this is girl time. I thought that was really sweet. He was being, like, that's so supportive. I don't know. I'm always, like. I'm very, like, separate friends and significant others for any sort of reason. Especially since I knew each other, like, barely. Even though it was really nice, like Brittany said. And maybe I'm just heartless and dead inside. But I'm always just like, no. Like, this is me and mine. You can come in later. But this is me and mine right now. But, I mean, maybe Brittany has a point. And, okay. My <laughs> point is, for, okay, for somebody that you're pursuing romantically as Winston is, he showed up for her in a big way. She just lost her best friend in the entire world. And he didn't tell her he was coming there for her. He just showed up because she didn't know. And that, that means a lot, especially when you're losing somebody or have lost somebody. That's true. To be there to support them during this particular time. And he did that. You're right. So, 
that's that that was a nice 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 gesture for Winston to do. Yeah, and I think too this is like when it kind of leads into them like like him moving in with her. Yeah, for a little bit. Yeah, because uh, they like meet up after the funeral, I guess. And um, did he tell her he loved her then, or that was at the barbecue? Wait, no. When did he tell her he loved her? Um, it was like right after that, or possibly. <laughs> Like, I think it was right after the funeral, honestly. Yeah. We getting ready to fly home. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah. <laughs> so they hadn't fly, they hadn't gone home yet. Um, I think when they land, they end up getting tricked into like going to a barbecue with like all her like family and her baby daddy or her ex husband and like her family members and stuff. And uh, which is awkward as hell. And of course, Vanessa's loving it. Mm hmm. Looking Mr. Gaines is there. Yes, Mr. Gaines. I was trying to figure out what that uh what his character's name is, and I was like, oh shoot, there's another guy. <laughs> uh and he's another, I guess he's like an uncle or something, but uh Vanessa was loving it. Uh her sister is rude as hell. Or, I'm sorry, Angela, her other sister is rude as hell. So I'm like, well, this is Winston, and yeah, so <laughs> doesn't give him a proper like introduction to any of her family or whatever. And this is when I saw her husband and I was like, oh, oh, I see. Mm-hmm. He married, just looked like you're married to a Chad. Yeah. I peep game. I feel he like looks like remember well that was Diedrich Bader. But um <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. I didn't make sure um doing my Googles. Uh um Fresh Prince, when I got married and everybody's mad. No. Oh. Oh, I remember this. I know who this is. I don't remember the episode. Oh, yeah. Wait. Was that DJ Bader? But anyway, when I got married and everybody was mad, that's who it reminded me of. Oh, they got married. Like, somebody, he got married to somebody in the, in their yeah, family? when the youngest aunt was marrying she married the white man, and everybody's like, she's marrying a white man. No, I mean, that's, yeah, you're right. He was in two episodes. Yeah. I do not um, remember. I did not know his character in the Drew, Har- the Drew Carey show was Oswald Lee Hardy. Yeah, Deidre Bader, voice of Batman, my boy, <laughs> in uh, the Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, my God. Bring- uh- <laughs> he played Jeff from... Yeah, this is a yeah. This is exactly that. Then I feel because I was just kind of like, oh, okay, you have a lot to say, Miss Ma'am, Miss Mamas. At the very least, you can worry about your twins that you need to be delivering in a couple weeks or whatever months, whatever. But, I was surprised uh, she was having twins. Like I don't know that that was jarring for me. Why? <laughs> twins are a lot. Like it's a lot to have twins. Oh yeah, no, especially if you have twins in your family, like you might be fucked. Like, I, yeah, a lot goes into having twins. A lot goes into having a baby. You yeah, you got two of them joints in there. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot. One setting off the other. Mm-hmm. You yeah. might have a little, one might be bigger than the other one. You you got a lot. You got a lot going on. <laughs> you got to do this twice. <laughs> 
I feel like, you know, once you get one out, the other one kind of pops out. I say this as someone with multiple sets of twins in their family. Oh, Brittany says she is doomed. Like, I have a cousin who is a twin who has a set of twins. Yeah, you're doomed. I'm sorry. It's curtains for you. (laughs) (laughs) I think my friend's stepfather has twins in his family, and so she was like, yo. (laughs) She was, like, worried. Uh, But, yeah, she only has one like stepbrother or whatever but <laughs> that's funny <laughs> though you, you yeah i'm sorry Brittany. r.i.p uh-huh. not to like not to you but like <laughs> shit might be rough you might be spilling in um spinning the wheel mm-hmm. if you have twins i'll come visit you i'll send you two sets of onesies <laughs> I'll send you a few onesies, a few thousand boxes of Pampers. <laughs> what well, can you imagine? You gotta change them at different. T- oh, I guess you gotta give them on a schedule, right? You can't. You can't um, just like change them. At it different is hours. very difficult. Oh god. I baby. I have little cousins. I have older cousins that are twins, and I have younger cousins that are twins. Yeah, you I are babysat for twins, bro. You are jacked. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> My older cousins are the ones that have twin daughters. So how many sets of twins total? So like on my dad's side, it's... Not on both sides, bro. Two sets of twins, and then on my mom's side, it's just one set of twins. Yeah, I know, girl. I'm sorry you don't. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe just on one side, but not on two. Yeah, on both sides. It's twins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, girl. I don't know what to tell you, bro. It's coming for you. (laughs) (laughs) It is coming for you. (laughs) Yeah, twin got twins, and then it's just twins. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know how to articulate why seeing her husband kind of put a lot of things into place, but it also made me feel like when Bernadine's husband left her, and was like, you know, I want to be, you know, because she was talking about how, you know, they only put their kids in like an all white school or mostly all white school and all this stuff because they wanted them to have good influences and shit like that. And I was just like, something about her being all nitpicky and bitchy about this girl, <laughs> about Stella and her life choices. I was just like, I feel like there's something here. I wasn't prepared. I don't know if it's in the book. I don't know if it's ex- like expanded upon. But I was just like, I feel like there's something that you just need to keep to yourself. <laughs> like you need to keep all your opinions to yourself. Oh, well, for this, well, I will say this. You don't see that often. Also, it wasn't even commented on. No, it wasn't because I remember, I don't think he was the only white person there. I think he, there was another one. So there's like multiple different like type of people at their little family gathering or whatever. But yeah, something about her and this husband just rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> like for me, like I forgot about that. But for one thing, it would like this wasn't the particular issue for the film. No. But this would have been 
an issue for a film because there is a film with this issue. Um, I think it's called Something New with Sanaa Lathan. Ah. And that one man with she went to a cotillion and he was like, I'm not being here. But anyway. But Didn't like, he show up in some jacked up suit at her cotillion? Yeah, when she was at the cotillion just chilling. Oh, it wasn't her um, cotillion, but she was at somebody's cotillion. Or her, her, yeah. Yeah. He showed up um, in a misshapen suit. <laughs> I mean, he's a gardener. It's okay, but like. But yeah, like, it, it's not a big deal. But no. um, it's just interesting to see that I had forgotten about it. Yeah, I wonder if that's his character in the book. I'm assuming it was because, like, Terry McMillan was involved in the, the uh, whatever of this. Like, the... I know she was involved in the screenplay. I can't remember if she produced it, but I don't know. Seeing that was like, I just would like you to not give me anything. I don't want you to give me any of your opinions with all this nitpicking and bullshit, but... But her sister really is just awful. And she finally confronts her, too. Yeah, she cuts her out and hurt her feelings, like, real bad. She was like, I didn't mean to be rude. And I was like, yeah, she did. Yeah, she she was being rude. Yeah, she was being rude. Because I feel like, too, didn't I see her at, like, a, uh, at the... No, this is later. They go to the movies and... Um, they go to the movies and, like, they saw... I guess this is when they... Like, her sister introduces her to a judge that she had been trying to hook her up with, who his date is being all judgy and rude. And I was like, you look like you too young to be at this function, too, bro. <laughs> like, are you sure you can get a rated R movie on your own? And then uh, that's when she had been like, oh, yeah, this is Winston. Yeah, whatever. So <laughs> that's when she went and cussed her out and was just like, damn, don't you think I'm worried about this shit, too? I'm not just having a great time out here. <laughs> She's like, this shit is making me nervous, too. To support me. Yeah. So why are you putting all these jabs and stuff at your sister's situation? Like. Yeah. They, she just, I don't know if it's just Winston. Or no, is it just Winston or is it because she didn't select the person that she selected for? Is it because Stella didn't pick the person that Angela picked for? That's what I'm saying. I feel like it's one of them things. I think it's like one of them situations. Like, she don't think anybody's good enough or whatever. That's why she picked the judge. But the judge was like, my offer still stands. I'm like, damn, her boyfriend right there. And this is also, I think, at the same time when they had, like, seeing those girls at the movie theater who was again checking Winston out. And I was like, of course they are. Look at him. He's... Look at that skin. Look at that supple ass skin, bruh. Mm-hmm. Squeeze the nips. <laughs> that dance was doing. <laughs> we gotta look that up because I want to see that in full. I know it's gonna give me like secondhand embarrassment slash heart palpitations, but I just want to see it. <laughs> Squeeze the nips. <laughs> he was going. I was like, ooh. <laughs> that line must have been. <laughs> Ooh, what kind of grade A stuff is you on today? Oh. It, it was very much like I'm high on life. Tay, it was a presence online. Right. I wonder if he's Don't still doing he's still stuff. Online. I think I unfollowed, but he was a presence. Oh, I never followed him. 
I always see all this stuff because like you know it's brought to my attention. But now I want to see. I want to know because um, uh, he be having the cheeks out on purpose by accident. And- oh yeah, when he took that picture. <laughs> yes, I forgot about that. Presents. I forgot about that. That thirst trap was. No, he planned that one. Mm-hmm. Okay, none of these things are giving me what I want. None of this is giving me. Girl, why is he? <laughs> I found something else too, Tara, as you wear, bitch. No. No, it's too late. I'm going <laughs> you need to see this. Why has, no, why has he photoshopped his face onto every uh, person in the movie Grease? Oh, oh, no, okay. you, you know, no, I you gotta see that specifically have to see this and I am sending it to you right now. But, uh, yeah, so I think after this is when they get in a fight, right? Yes. About money and shit, like taking out the trash and like the food he be making, be giving them heartburn, <laughs> <laughs> which was like, no, bitch. Come on. <laughs> then I was like, does Stella cook? Because I'm, I'm seeing her kid cooking, making some burnt-ass pancakes, and I've seen him cooking, but I ain't seen you at the stove lately. But I know she's a busy woman. She's also stressed because of her job, because she decided to like go off on her own. At one point, they feel like she had like four clients, which I feel like stockbroking on its own is such a chaotic thing. And then she doesn't have any assistance or anything like that. So I was like, you're doing all this stuff and checking the market and calling people back. And I was like, no, this is not going to work. But I guess people do it. I don't know how. So she's already stressed about that. Then they had offered her a job back. She said no. Because they were she said she's not going to that raggedy bitch of a job. <laughs> That's exactly what she said. She said, fuck you, Victor Garber. I'm not well, coming back to this raggedy bitch. Okay, well, this man was like, <clears throat> Victor Garber was like, yo, like, you, of course, you're the best stockbroker we had. And we realized that uh, once we, like, got rid of you that we needed you badly. Mm. And I was like, of course you did. Of course you did. Because isn't that what happens to every black person at work? Yeah. We make people look good, okay? Bending over backwards and shit. And then talk about some, oh, we're just going to get rid of you. <laughs> I was like, excuse me? And then said they want you back. And they had, I did give her, I don't know if this is a good salary um, back then. It sounds like it because, I mean, this is more money than I make <laughs> now. <laughs> But uh, they were going to give her an executive VP title with like 275K salary to start, um, which I was like, I don't know what salaries were looking like back then in like 1998. Like maybe she hit a lick. I don't know. I was like, that seems like a lot to me. But then you'd be thinking, but now you think about people now, like in San Francisco, with these tech jobs and shit, and they're making like 100K entry. I feel like that's low for people. I don't know, shit. 
at this point, you could probably give me like fifty thousand in a fish sandwich, and I'd be like, okay, thank you. I will take many amount of money, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> because thank I would you. like, I would like your money. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like that goes back to like what we said earlier. Like I don't really know like what shit was like in San Francisco back then. Um, as far as like affordability, I know it's a lot different now in, in terms of literally everything, but, um, yeah, she turns that down, but she's also like, I feel like I was, did something really stupid. So she's like really worried and she's like all like flustered and shit. And then here come Winston with a ring. And he, bless him heart. He's, he's trying, he's just trying to be a man. I thought that was a promise ring. No, that was a we gonna get married ring. Where was the diamond? I mean, it he's looked, not that kind of money. That's why I thought it was a promise ring, Brittany. I call his parents and be like, can I borrow some money to propose to Stella? I thought this was a promise ring because when, it, when, she pull, when he pulled it out, I was like, okay, like, usually when the ring is a little bit low key like that, it's because. People were like, yeah, this is a prompt. Remember it knocked up with Seth Rogen? <laughs> Gave her that empty box. Mm. I think it was an empty box, right? And he's like, it's a promise. A promise that we'll like get through this together or something. And she was and, like, okay. And her sister flamed him. <laughs> Gave you a damn empty box. So that was a, that was kind of what I was. I mean, obviously he's not gonna buy her some gigantic fucking diamond or whatever. But I was like, well, maybe this is like a a promise for later, you know, as they start their new lives together. But this is not like a real ring. Like this is like he expected her to say yes. I mean, she should have said yes, but at the same time, she have a lot of stuff going on. She got two kids to raise. Um... <laughs> She just this nigga walked out on the job. She don't put gas in the tank when it's on E. Yeah, eat up all the, the Cocoa Puffs. Had Cocoa know. Puffs in the bed. That was what their fight was about. And money. So, it's, it's a lot. He also don't own dress shoes, from what I could tell, because <laughs> they went to, like, career day or whatever at, like, Quincy School. And he had that little button-up Tommy Hilfiger shirt and that tie. And I saw those shoes and I was like, oh, God, we got to do a makeover. We got to get these men some fits. At the same time, he probably just packed the bag, showed up, whatever he brought, he brought. He probably got more clothes at the house. But then why did you choose to wear the phone posits, my guy? Because I'm 20 years old, <laughs> Ashley. Damn. <laughs> exactly. Fuck. If it was up to me, shit, I show. I am not twenty, and I will wear a formal dress and fucking Doc Martens. I mean, that's not bad. That's a look. That's a look. That's a fit. But them shoes, it was just kind of like, oh, child, you got two sons. (laughs) You probably like, yes, killing them at career day, bitch. (laughs) Imagine Tay Diggs now with like Instagram, like, ooh, kill him. It was a stunt. It was a look. But, like, now, you know what he would have to do to add the Tay Diggs, like, final piece would be the hat. Don't. 
Because you know don't Tay Diggs loves him a hat. Don't bring the hats into it. You know he loves him that that uncle ass hat. He he loved him a fedora. I don't even know. Is that a fedora? Yeah, it is a fedora. He be getting his group. He get his group back now. I fucking hate He's fedoras. of that age. I hate fedoras. As much as I hate news caps, news boy caps. <laughs> like, they're on the same plane of existence, which is do not exist. This is a small ass fedora. Are you sure? <laughs> it is a fedora. It is. It's very fitted. I, I just know fitted caps. And that's that's the the end of my. It might be a trilby, yeah. which is kind of like a fedora, but uglier. <laughs> he got a wait, <laughs> wait, wait. I gotta wait. It's ugly. <laughs> wait, let me. This caption is killing me. Are you looking at the video? No, I looked at the video, but the caption on this one. Please read it for the That's listeners. a tiny little hat. It is a tag. It's a little ass hat, bruh. Wait, let me just take a picture because, like, <laughs> the caption of this picture is killing me softly. Tay, you still fine, oh. bruh, but this hat situation is questionable. He got hats of all sizes, too. Bigums, looms, little snapback. Mm hmm. Girl, <laughs> how old is this picture? It's from May. <laughs> Baby, is this? It's Big Teddy, but <laughs> who does this baby belong to? <laughs> this caption is wait, it's cursed. Who wait, baby wait, does belong the to? comments, wait, we are off the rails on this one. Wait, the comment. Sanaa Lathan gave him the uh, laughing face. Oh, face. you see the comments? Mm-hmm, I'm here. Okay. I just want to make sure the comments were seen. Girl, somebody said, oh, we know. Who? <laughs> Girl. Wait. I should tell the listeners. Should we tell the listeners what the caption is? I mean, if you don't edit it out. Okay, well, just go to Tay Diggs' uh, Instagram post on May 19th of this year. Yeah. If you're really curious, because I don't. Okay. <laughs> anyway, if, you know, when he works if for the he survives the edit process, the editing process. <laughs> Who knows? Where these hats? Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I was just saying that Winston could have used a little upgrade. Of course, it just helps to show that their age difference. Because, of course, you as a 20-year-old think it's okay to wear, like, you know, Nikes. Big old over... They weren't even Nikes. I feel like they were oversized, like, New Balances or something. They were really ugly. And you wore it to, like, parent-teacher day or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> He's just trying to be a stepfather, Ashley. Don't, don't judge. He's just trying to follow this child while also being a little cute kid himself. <laughs> I think this is the other fight that, like, finally gets them, like, on the outs because um, he's mad at Stella for not accepting his marriage proposal because it's been, like, a week or whatever. Then, um, I don't know if it was something about him being there with all the, like, parents and stuff, too, that kind of made it a little bit awkward. 
Uh, but then Quincy's like, don't talk to my mama like that. And then they get into it, and then Stella got to step in, and it's a hot-ass mess. And then they decide to have, like, sex later. But, and then this is when you see Tay Diggs' butt. So, if you're, like, Again. Oh. Is this the second? There was two times? I think so. Oh, shit. Well, this is a full. I was not prepared for this at all because I was watching, and I was like, oh, that is, that is a whole ass. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they... I guess the next day, decide he like he decides to go back home to Jamaica to go to medical school. He just like nothing, like basically all their problems can't be fixed by like money or like time or anything because like they're always going to be like the age difference that they are, and he's not as successful as she is. So I don't know if he, you know, like some of that stuff too is like you know being a provider or whatever <laughs> but also too is just like i don't want to pay for things all like all myself so i'd be like can you contribute somehow will you be contributing maybe that's when she was like put some gas in the tank at least yeah like I, again honestly stella like what what do you what do you want? Like what do you really realistically expect from this young man? Like for real, girl. Cause he can't work. He can't work. Yeah, if you're going back to our 90 day fiance like knowledge, <laughs> I don't know if like he can't really realistically have a job with like a W two, I don't think. And then, you know, he's also like 20. So like, what else? Would, like, what would he do? He's not gonna have a stockbroker job. I mean, he could maybe, but like, I don't think that would work. <laughs> like, he can't, like, whatever you expect, he can't do it. So you have to adjust your expectations in order for whatever you want this relationship to be for it to work. So I think that maybe like the like the honeymoon period is over. Kind of. And then, like, the real world sets in. Yeah. Um, For both of them. Yeah, because he's way more into this. Not way more into it, but he's, like, more like, let's just do it. (laughs) And she's kind of just like, whoa, there. But that's, like, what comes with age. Like, the problem with thinking realistically or whatever can get in the way sometimes. Sometimes it can be a good thing. Sometimes it can be a bad thing. Uh, But he, yeah, decides to leave. Like that afternoon. Mm-hmm. Like, Ooh, got my ticket. Bye. Got to go. Bags are what he had. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, and I guess he like leaves, and she's all sad and stuff. And then she does the romantic thing, the love Jones thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, meets him at the airport, which I was. Also, like, damn, you really cannot do shit like this anymore. No, you cannot just be at an airport for no reason. There is a whole generation of people who will never know what it's like to, like, sit with your family at the gate mm-hmm. and watch you, like, take on, wait for you, wait for the plane to, like, taxi and watch the plane go down the runway and, and you know, take off and make sure, you know, something don't happen or whatever. That's what I used to do when people would go on flights. I'd be like, wait, we need to watch them. 
You wave from the window, mm-hmm. like wave in the airport. Oh yeah, you do. Everybody does wave. I'm like you can't see. Them. Well, it's like they can't see you. I don't know what the fuck is happening when we Just take waving off. at the plane as it takes off. <laughs> I don't know what happens when the plane leaves the little uh, the gate. I don't know what'll be going on. So, but it's like a nice sentiment. But yeah, those days are dead. I'm sorry. I don't think we'll. I don't, do you think we'll ever go back to those days? Hell no. No. I think we're too too deep into it's, madness that was paranoia. Twenty years ago, that it was, was absolutely twenty years ago. In a few months, so hell no, nah. hell no. Nah. In a few months, it will be twenty years ago, and uh, we are knee deep. We are at. I thought we were at the at the tipping point of you know paranoia, madness, confusion, chaos. Um, no, <laughs> we are just getting started. We were literally just getting started. But, uh, you know, all them, you know, chaotic um, Tom Clancy-ass feelings aside. <laughs> we... Just ima- okay, imagine getting swept up and kissed at the airport. Yeah. yeah. It used to be like a romantic, like, de- like not destination, but it's kind of like the, you know, the end, be all, end all, where this is like your last chance. Mm-hmm. You just spent hundreds of dollars. And somebody's just like, uh-uh. You can always get swept up and kissed at the airport. Can you get a refund? That's way I more mean, romantic to me. A kiss and a refund. Mm-hmm. Money back in your pocket mm-hmm. is romantic. Mm-hmm. American Airlines, we have a no refund policy. Thank you. Yeah, that's you got thing too. They're like, hell no, we're not giving y'all your money back. You got this. You got the kiss, though. You trying to come on the plane? With the you luggage. already checked in your luggage. But you <laughs> oh, got the, yeah, the, the luggage is on the plane already. <laughs> you trying to come in our planes with your bonnet on? We're not giving you your money back. Well, this was the '90s, so bonnets didn't exist. Sorry. <clears throat> Maybe not for everybody. Certainly not for Stella. She be getting her hair wet in the shower and shit. Oh man, bruh, like. Nobody, nobody wrapped their hair up on TV until like 2016. Yeah. And I was like, are we trying to spoil the fantasy? Like nobody I mean, wants the fantasy to be broken because like didn't Olivia used to be just in the bed waking up next to Fitz with her hair all nice and laid. And I was like, this is mm-hmm. not realistic, ma'am. You need to wrap that shit up, ma'am. Wrap that shit up. Get the edges. Brush. You do not wake up with your edges laid like that. Oh, you don't. I have never. <laughs> I mean, I have never because I can never master the art of wrapping my hair. But really, it took a while yeah, for me to learn. I couldn't get the swoop right for the swoop. It takes a long time. I used to use like a lot of bobby pins, and then one day it just would do it on its own. But it took me my a minute. My hair would always have the indent. Oh, it sure always did have the indent, especially if you got hot during the night. Mm. And like one side, like the part where you sweated was all like all jacked up and wavy and then the rest would be straight. Mm. I feel seen. Mm. Let me talk. Let me. <laughs> I have a testimony on my heart. <laughs> For all the times I tried to wear my hair straight to school. In this heat. In this 100 degree heat, mm. like an idiot. I was thinking about that today because I was going to straighten my hair and I was like, girl, don't you even dare. 
<laughs> it's not worth it. It is absolutely not worth it. But I damn sure never did any shit like Tilla did or beating my hair at all. No. I'm going to hop in the shower and tilt my head back. Maybe that's too realistic as this being like a romantic film. You know, nobody really likes realism and fantasy or in romance, you know. Yeah, that too, that too, that was just, that's too much. Yeah. I could, okay, I understand suspended belief, but like, we not tilting the head back in the water with braids, bruh. Sometimes you watch stuff and you're like, um, that's not, no, I would never jump in a pool with my hair braided. Not braided is a whole different thing, but like, no. <laughs> you know how much braids be costing? <laughs> So and not even money. the cost. It's the sitting there for six hours or seven hours or whatever. And I'm going to ruin that. And you got to watch like Mike Epps comedy specials too. That mm-hmm. emotional labor. All the worst movies you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. But they decide to stay together and she says, yes. Yes. He went to Jared. Yes. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I guess they, um, she also says you could probably consider going to Stanford. Yeah. You don't have to go back to Jamaica to go to medical school. You can always just go down the street. Yeah. We made it work. Love found a way. Mm-hmm. Just like dinosaur life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> genetically eared, <laughs> genetically engineered dinosaurs. And uh, romantic dramas have things in common. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the end, bruh. I don't know. I feel like we skipped some parts. It's okay. It's just a lot of, you know, we're in love. Um, now we're arguing. Uh, my friends are and family are haters. Uh, unfortunate passing of a friend. Some more love. Some more fighting. Marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We made it work. This is how we do. <laughs> so I guess we should just talk about if we would recommend this to people. I would. I recommended it for our exhaling, getting this groove back. But that's to me. Would you be like, sister, my sister on the street, have you heard the good news? Um, do you want this pamphlet about <laughs> this movie that I want you to watch? Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, eh, kind of. Because, like, on one hand, you got Angela Bassett. Boom. You got Tay Diggs. Boom. You got mm-hmm. Whoopi Goldberg being Whoopi Goldberg, which she's an amazing actress. Mm-hmm. I know she'd be on The View all the time. And people like to, like, not give her credit for being an amazing actress. But... Go look at her filmography, y'all. Um, yeah, I would say if your only experiences with like Whoopi on the View, like like just X that out of your brain because she be saying some wild shit on there. <laughs> so, she sure does. Yeah, I have to forget that she's on the View because otherwise I'm like, oh Whoopi, <laughs> please no. Um, and sometimes people like to bring up that picture of her and Ted Danson at that uh, whatever fires the roast, fires the roast. Somebody, the- yeah, my white friend did blackface, and I was laughing. But yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. But you know, Whoopi be like, well, "So what? I did the shit, and 
sometimes you're just like, well, damn. I Ooh. love when people say like, yeah, so what? I did the shit and what, bitch? What you going to do? I mean, who going to feed my ass? And who going to check like, me, boo? And it's like, okay, Wolfie, I mean, you you stood in it, didn't you? Yeah, sometimes you're just like, well, it. you know what? I would like you to stand in your shit because there's not enough people standing their shit. Mm-mm. Even if she it's terrible. Stood. And you know the kids love an EGOT. Yeah. Love an EGOT. I feel like if you have all four of the Infinity Stones, people will forgive you for just about anything nowadays. People are so... Can I just ask why people are so obsessed with everybody getting EGOTs? Do y'all watch the Tony Awards like that? I mean, y'all know these motherfuckers like Hamiltons and shit. So probably. I don't understand. So... Because yeah. then we talk about how award shows are not worth it. But people like a song and dance. But people love an EGOT. Mm-hmm. And everybody is just gunning for some random person to have an EGOT. And I'm like, okay, the whole point of this is not everybody has one. <laughs> we, we don't need 50 more of you people with EGOTs, bruh. That's not, that's, not what the, that's not how it works. That's not the distinction. Let, let, let people figure that out. Eventually. Um, but the the part about it, like, it's kind of boring at points. Um, this movie? And it gets monotonous with them arguing about their age difference and the conflict with that. But luckily, you have Angela Bassett, who's an amazing actress as well, who's able to carry the movie. Um, so, I mean, if you are trying to get your groove back, and you just want something to watch on one of these summer days when you ain't got nothing to do and you just want a vibe, I would recommend it. But other than that, like, I, I don't know. I say kind of. Yeah, I would be like hesitant to just like be like, yeah, everybody in the mom needs to watch this movie or whatever. Because it's not for everybody. Like we talked about the whole age difference thing. Like if you just like are not down with that shit, like you're not going to like this because like they end up together you know and you're not gonna have the discussions you have now about like possible power imbalances and shit like that so that's like if that's not for you that's not for you uh of course Angela Bassett is amazing um and like Brittany named everybody in the movie like they're all great this is Tay Diggs first movie which is like kind of insane to think about because I feel like Tay Diggs has been Tay Diggs had a really great like late nineties run and early two thousands run. Mm, I just watched The Best Man. The, other the day. likes of which I was just kind of like, well, damn, if this was his first movie and like The Best Man came out like right after, I don't think you would have really been able to tell. Yeah, we didn't watch. We did Go as an episode. Okay. He was in Go for a minute. He wasn't Go. <laughs> what nigga? This nigga? That was a good. <laughs> I enjoyed Go. Brittany did not like Go, but he's in a lot of things. Uh, so I feel like he's, I feel like he's great in general, even if his accent is a little shaky. Bless. Oh, I forgot about Brown Sugar. Yes. When did you fall in love with hip hop? <laughs> oh, that's when I felt so. Oh, I like that movie. <laughs> I have always liked that movie. 
I was going to rewatch that after I watched The Best Man, but then I was going through it this week. I'm trying to get, I am literally trying to get my groove back. I That's also right. I have to exhale. So hit me. <laughs> We're just going to book you a flight. We're going to book you a flight. Well, actually, hit no, we're still in a pandemic. So uh, we just going, yeah. I don't know, we need to bring Jamaica to Northern Ohio. Yeah, hit me up. <laughs> Do you know there's going to be a Best Man TV show? Did I yeah. miss that? No, I, I learned that while watching The Best Man. What? There's going to be a limited series on Peacock called mm-hmm. The Best Man, The Final Chapters, which I have not seen The Best Man Holiday because I heard that was not, not that it was not good, that it was sad as hell. So I <laughs> didn't want to watch it. But a bunch of people are going to, like, I feel like everybody is back. Yeah, everybody except for one person. But good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> I don't even know why they did that. That wasn't even right. Why did, I don't, I was all set to watch it. And somebody was like, yeah, redacted happens. And I was like, well, then what the fuck did you even bring this back for? I mean, obviously, like, in, like, real-life friendships and shit like that, like, you would obviously get back together and stuff, but, girl, you know, life happens and stuff, but shit, <laughs> it's like, I would like to actually watch this have a good time. Mm-hmm. I don't see Nia Long on here, so I would, uh... She supposed to be there. If she not in there, I'm not watching it. No, she isn't. It says Morris Chestnut, Melissa D'Souza, Tay Diggs, Regina Hall... Mm. Terrence Howard. Why is Regina Hall there? Is she married? Who is she married to? Um, merch. Okay, we need to rewatch this. Um, Terrence Howard, Snow Lathan, Nia Long, and Harold Perrineau. Finally said that right on the first try. Are set to reprise their roles. So interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, um, I guess as I was saying before I went out clearly off track, I think like this is this improves on waiting to exhale in a way of like like she's not just like Superman crazy. Like she's mm-hmm. got some sense and she's not doing like a bunch of like crazy stuff. Um, like some of the characters in the last movie where I was just kind of like, damn, you got hobbies, you got dreams, you got aspirations. <laughs> like is there anything else that you want that does not include like a man involved. Like I feel really bad for y'all. Um, so I like it that way. I like I like that aspect about it. But um, and yeah, you're right. Like sometimes it gets like repetitive because it's two hours. I was like, why yeah. is this movie so long? Some it could have been trimmed down. Yeah, quite a bit because yeah. they kept like keep rehashing the same thing but not really expanding on it in a way that is satisfactory or like satisfying to me as a viewer like it doesn't delve into too much of the like it doesn't have to be dramatic but they don't delve into like the friction too much of the friction in their relationship and then you also have like the plot line with Delilah and her passing but that is just like in the first hour of the movie but then you got a whole nother hour dealing with them and their relationship issues yeah because even that fight they had at the dinner table really wasn't like enough 
really. Yeah. I agree with that. And I feel like, I mean, Angela Bassett's great and she's beautiful. Um, like, seriously. Like, be, like, Angela. Hmm? Angela. Also, side note, I want to tell everybody about how somebody called us racist for calling ourselves Black Girl Film Club and also said they did not know who Angela Bassett was. Yeah, that was an interesting time. That happened. <laughs> that happened to us. But, um, yeah, if you have sense and know who Angela Bassett is, like, obviously, like, of course, you probably want to watch this. But, um, yeah, I feel like it's this, like, I enjoy it. Um, I don't think it's like a super, like, repeat watch kind of thing. Um, might revisit it maybe every once every couple of years or something, but um, yeah, I feel like it's like it's an entertaining watch with like some like like now I want to warn you <laughs> kind of points to it. Yeah, right. Um, now I don't know if you have any suggestions. I do have one. Okay, that. It's different, but it gave me it gave me kind of the same vibe. Okay. So my recommendation is Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Oh, is that that one with um with Kristen Wiig? Yes. and the other lady. <laughs> Who was the other lady? Um, let me look this up. <laughs> And Mamola? Uh-huh. Mamola? Wait. Oh, no, yeah, she's Barb. Yes. Okay. So, it is a comedy, so it's a little different, but it stars two best friends. It's about two best friends who go to Vista Del, Star, Vista Del Mar, Florida, mm-hmm. um, and they're from Nebraska. and they kind of meet somebody there and get rejuvenated a little bit. And it's very different from how Stella got her groove back, but it it works as a good pairing to me. I love this because it looks exactly like uh, um, like a Lisa Frank poster. Mm-hmm. Did Lisa Frank design this? <laughs> it looks it exactly is. like a Lisa Frank thing. That's crazy. No, it's a weird comedy. It, it's it's a fucking weird comedy, but it, it's funny. It's funny. And what's his face is in there? There's Christian Gray's in here. Mm-hmm. That's not his real and name. And my but. favorite wings. Oh yeah, the guy from what's that show? Are you like? Happy endings. Yeah. Happy endings. Yeah, there's a few people I recognize in here. Uh, I've heard about it. I just never knew. Sometimes, like, I couldn't do Kristen Wiig in, like, doses. <laughs> so, and sometimes, this isn't, like, an SNL-produced thing. This is Lorraine, and this is he. Is he? I know oh, Will Ferrell. Is, is uh, whatever Will Ferrell thing is. Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. Uh-huh. But you know when it's like a Lauren Michaels thing, they always end up doing like a fucking improv 
breakdown thing and I'm always like, okay, it's not, you're not on set. Like, I mean, I'm like, you're on set, but you're not like at, you're not, you're not of wherever. <laughs> like, it just gets really dry, but I'm, I'm curious. I've heard good things. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's pandemic induced, but I've heard good things. I mean, I enjoy, I had a good time. <laughs> okay. We really had a good time. So maybe somebody watch this movie and tell us how y'all feel about it. Um, but yeah, okay. I don't have any recommendations because I didn't think of any. So once again, um, this episode is sponsored by Super Yaki. So y'all go get y'all t-shirts. Y'all be cute like us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually wearing one right now. Use your code so you can get ten percent off your purchase. Yeah. Get your uh, get your money on. They got some cute stuff. I feel like they're releasing more stuff this summer. From what I remember reading, I'm actually wearing one of my shirts right now from the best movie on planet Earth, Josie and the Pussycats. Um, mm-hmm. Beware the music, you guys. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Andrew uh, for sponsoring and being so great and dealing with us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nobody at Supiaki knows what movies we're going to do. So sometimes I'm like, ooh, do you still want to put your name on this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we appreciate the love and support. Yeah. And I guess this time, too, we should probably announce something big, which yes. is probably not the best thing you probably are going to hear, but we... Are taking a break <laughs> we are exhaling Woo. we're gonna get our groove back this summer which means we are not producing any episodes um for the month of july well i'm not gonna actually tell y'all when <laughs> i'm gonna leave it to like you know a surprise so y'all won't be like uh it's it's this time i checked my calendar where are you at i don't know if anybody likes us that much to do that but you know <laughs> you might but we're taking a little break uh aside from like andrew and various friends and things like we do the shit on our own entirely like it's just me and Brittany out here being like this is what we should do boom we doing it um and so you know this isn't like a spotify production or you know a gimlet media thing like this is all our own so uh we need some we need a break (laughs) Yeah, life, man. Life keeps finding a way, and I just wanted to stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we taking a little breaky break, um, and we'll come back rested and recharged with mm-hmm. some more fun things, some more fun movies. You know, if you got a request, let us know, um, and we'll put it up there in the ballot. Because there's a few things we want to do. Um, but yeah, you know, it's been a long couple, long few months, long year and a half. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, we're going to exhale and get our groove back. Brittany's going to have Jamaica come to Ohio and hopefully mm-hmm. not have twins in this book. <laughs> what the fuck? No, I don't wish that evil on you, girl. <laughs> But yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be gone for a little bit. So uh, feel free to go back into our catalog. I feel like there's over eighty things that we have produced in the last four years. I can't even remember how long we've been doing this. So this is how uh, long. 
like three, three, around here, three, four years. We've been here for four. a minute. I think it's four. <laughs> but we've been here, we've been out here, we've been out here. So there's a lot for you to go back and revisit from our episodes of Little Crunchy. But you know, the content is there. The content, the humor, the laughs, love, me shit talking. Yeah. Brittany also shit talking. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> So we're going to miss you guys, but it's not the end. It's just, you know, we're resting our eyes, like our grandpas Mm -hmm. and uncles used to say. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what my grandpa used to say. I'm not asleep, I'm just resting my eyes. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then he would really be asleep. (laughs) Didn't even matter. Uh, So I guess in the interim, you can find us at um, on Twitter. At BLK Girl Film Club. You can email us at blackgirlfilmclub at gmail.com. Please don't send us no bullshit. I'm sorry. I have to say it again because, oh my God. And then <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Film Club. Try to be a little active on there um, during our little break time because I don't want y'all to be like, damn, y'all really left us forever. But uh, where else are we? We're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, we're on SoundCloud. Follow us, subscribe, rate us. It helps. Mm-hmm. I guess you can visit our website that we don't update. <laughs> yeah, we will. We'll, in our break, we'll work on that. Yeah, no promises, but yeah. It'll be a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, close your eyes and be surprised in whatever mm-hmm. time frame that we were gone for. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and once again, thank you to Andrea and Super Yaki for holding us down um, mm-hmm. and being so great. And yeah, go back, revisit some old episodes, see what's up, tell your friends, tell your mama, tell your homeboys, mm-hmm. homegirls. And if you would be so inclined, you can like leave a little review for us. That'd be really nice. Yeah. Tell a friend. You know, but anyways, do you have anything else? No, not on my end. If you want to watch Snow Dog Brings Back, I'm interested in hearing what you have to say. Yeah. So let us know if you do watch it. Um, and if you would dunk your head in a pool. <laughs> After getting your brains done. God damn, she has money. Obviously. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way. Um, so yeah, I guess we're gonna say bye for now. Bye guys. Bye everybody.